Hello and welcome to the Feminine Millionaire Show. I'm your host, Polly Alexander. I'm a success coach, healer, creative and future millionaire. If creating money and success in a spiritual and feminine and joyful way is your goal, this show is for you. Let's all rise together. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Feminine Millionaire Show. Today I am continuing the story of my spiritual journey. And what's interesting is that we all have a unique path into and through the area of spirituality in our lives. And yours is going to be unique to you. But my purpose in sharing this is to open up the many different ways that my own spiritual awakening happened, if you like, or my own spiritual growth. So in part one, which you can find before this on the podcast, I talk about my 20s and 30s. And today I'm going to dive into when the accelerator pedal went down on my spiritual growth. So often we actually grow our most at our toughest and most difficult times. And it's these times where we feel at rock bottom or truly challenged. Or perhaps we feel a sense of despair, loss, bewilderment, feeling lost. It's often at these very moments when we least feel like we have it together that actually the greatest growth is occurring. So if you're in one of those places right now, just know that your soul is having a ball. As a human personality, you may not be loving this, but your soul will be jumping for joy at the growth that's happening for you right now behind the scenes. So let's dive in. As I shared in the previous episode, I had been enjoying partaking in yoga and healing and reading personal development books and manifesting my dream second home in Ibiza. And, you know, things were cruising along okay. But when I got to, it was around 37 or 38, I experienced a series of traumas and losses in quick succession. My mother died suddenly. Then my father got diagnosed with cancer. The family unit, as I knew it, fell apart. I had an eye injury at this time, which as a photographer was pretty scary. And for a little while, I didn't know if I was going to be able to continue on that path. Thankfully, I did eventually make a full recovery. Then my new husband walked out right after we'd got married. My beloved dog then died early at four years old. It was financially, emotionally, spiritually, mentally a very, very difficult time. 
You might see these kind of times referred to as the dark night of the soul. Perhaps you've had one yourself or you're going through one right now. Now I'm out the other side of it. I can say with hindsight that it kick-started a major focus on personal development, healing and spirituality and a much greater depth of work came through. I was called to go deeper. The problems were bigger, the solutions were greater. So I'm going to touch on some of the points along the subsequent journey to share with you. I realised in writing these episodes about my spiritual journey that in fact it would take a book to share the magical, tough and winding path that the spiritual journey has taken me on. But I'm going to share some of the moments that were significant in this stage of my journey. So I remember after my mother passed, I really got some interesting signs from spirit. For a good three or four years after, wherever I lived, the television would switch on around 3pm with no explanation. I was living in this beautiful, luxurious, high-end rental apartment with all the technology and they came and checked everything and they couldn't understand how it was switching on. <laughs> I did never watch the television, but it would always switch on and then it happened when I moved to my next home as well. In fact, I asked them to take the televisions out because it was driving me a bit crazy. I'd be in the middle of a coaching session and then I'd hear the television come on in the background. And then I remember being in bed on Christmas Day and my partner at the time, he had upheld my mum's tradition, which was of even as adults giving her children Christmas stockings. This was a tradition that we had our whole lives as children. So you would hang the stocking outside the door and when you woke up on Christmas Day, you would find it filled with presents. And then you would take that back to bed and open it. And so my dear partner had replicated that for me. And he'd included something very particular that my mum always used to put in the stocking. And that was a shower cap. For some reason, she always included a shower cap in the Christmas stocking. And so he knew this and he'd put one in my stocking. And when I opened it, the lights in the bedroom went flash, 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 flash on and off. And we looked at each other and we were totally spooked. <gasps> we were like, oh my God, what is that? And I had chills all over my body. I knew that it was my mum communicating from spirit side, just as I was opening the shower cap. Then the following year when we got married, we were on honeymoon and we were actually in Joshua Tree where we got married in the US and I had done quite a bit of shopping out there and so I we were walking past a like a secondhand store and 
I went in and they had some suitcases. I was like, great, I can buy a suitcase to take home some of my stuff. So I just picked a random suitcase. And when I got back to the hotel and opened it, there was a shower cap inside. (laughs) In the zipped compartment inside the suitcase. I was like, okay, this is totally my mom letting me know that she is with me. This was about a year after she had passed. And this was when I was actually on my wedding trip and honeymoon. So it was almost like she was making her presence known that she was with me at this significant stage in my life. Another important experience was when I booked something called a pre-birth planning reading. So I'd read about this woman on the internet that did these three to four hour readings where she went into your soul's plan for this lifetime. You had to book a year ahead. And in fact, by the time it came round, I almost missed the session because I'd forgotten I even booked it. Thankfully, there were still several hours left when she managed to reach me to let me know it was my session. And I don't know if you have heard of the books, Your Soul's Plan. I can't remember the author. So if you can't find it, just DM me on Instagram. But these books, they're heavyweight, but they're really profound. And they talk about the process that we take as souls to plan our lives before we incarnate into a human body. And I was able to get a greater depth of understanding of some of the key relationship dynamics in my life through this pre-birth planning reading. And this lady, her work actually features in your soul's plan book, which is where I heard of her. I'm going to fast forward a few years. So in 2016 to 2018, I went to a whole other level when I discovered Theta Healing. And I worked quickly through the Theta Healing path, which greatly opened up my intuitive healing abilities. It's a wonderful, wonderful path to take to open up your intuition. It really helps you clear a lot of blocks, a lot of limiting beliefs that are in the way of you being a true co-creator. So during the different courses that are a part of this journey, I did a lot of healing on family of origin work, on life traumas, childhood trauma and wounds, and a lot of ancestral work as well. And around the time I was on this path, I remember my lovely psychic, Isabel Gatherer, who I interview on this podcast. You can find her episode if you search back. I remember her saying to me, you're going to start to hear clicking noises in your ears. And I just thought, how weird. Yeah, right. (laughs) Maybe for you, but not for me. I'm not a psychic. And a year passed and... Nope. Occasionally I would remember about the clicking noises, but nothing. And then maybe 13, 14 months later, I went through this phase of waking up between 3 and 4 a.m. And words would just pour out of me. It was like a wisdom that was coming from a source beyond me and my conscious mind. I would grab my journal and the words would just pour from me, this wisdom, this guidance. And there were words that I didn't even understand. 
There were words that I had to look up on Google and there was a way of speaking that was not my own. It was clearly something or someone channeling through me. And then, yes, I did start to hear clicking noises in my ears. And what I found when I was channeling sessions for clients, when I was doing theta sessions for clients, and then as I moved forwards, as I started doing group work, when I would ask for answers and when I would listen to my intuition for answers, I would hear a clicking as the information came in. And when we actually recorded some videos for my Money Beautifully course, you can actually hear on the professional sound recording, the clicking. It fascinated me. You can actually hear as the information comes in, you can hear the clicking. So that is kind of a sign that I know I'm receiving information from beyond me. So I started using my guides to support me in my spiritual journey. And I wasn't totally sure of who or what I was channeling, but I started asking and I got a name and then my psychic verified that. And as I started doing intuitive work for others, especially around money and abundance, the information that came through was really powerful for other people and they would validate and verify it. And when I would use that information to know what to work on clearing and shifting, they would get incredible results. And so I started incorporating this intuitive work into my coaching business and things just got more and more powerful. I was continuing to read voraciously through my 30s and 40s. Lots and lots of different books. I think that's a whole podcast episode in itself. And I also love the autobiography of Edgar Sace. I read a great book about him. I did other intuitive healing and energy healing courses, a ton of different modalities, some really kind of out there stuff. I trained to read the Akashic Records. I trained to do space clearing for homes and read the different kinds of energies that show up in our homes, which I do now on request for my clients. I am learning cord cutting. I qualified as a EFT practitioner. Yep. And some of this was done during the lockdowns, probably like many of you. I didn't learn to bake bread or knit, but I did up level my spiritual toolkit. Now, as much as all the tools that I've done have been valuable and what I've done is really incorporate them into my work. So I find it difficult to describe what I do because it's not just energy healing. It's not just coaching. It's just a blend of all the things I've learned and really, really intuitively guided. And it's working in collaboration with my clients because ultimately you have the wisdom. You have the same gifts and abilities inside you to access source information through your own intuition. Especially if you're listening to this now, you are also very intuitive. That's what's brought you here. So as much as spiritual growth has come through teachers and techniques and modalities and tools, so much more has come from navigating real life situations. Situations like betrayals, heartbreak, 
losses, relationships, money, and of course, entrepreneurship, which I always say is the greatest personal development journey ever. All of these things have created and offered the opportunity for huge spiritual growth. And the challenges these journeys have brought me has been the catalyst for so much spiritual and personal growth. I'm very much living the concept that I'm a soul having a human experience. I existed before birth and I will exist beyond death. Many of my significant relationships here on earth were past life connections and likely future life ones too. I'm deeply grateful for some wonderful spiritual teachers along the way, including my own parents, friends and ex-partners. And I'm especially grateful to the wonderful psychics and healers and teachers and mentors along my journey, some of whom I've interviewed on this podcast, like Reverend Meg and Isabel Gatherer. I've probably done thousands of intuitive healing sessions now. I've done soul readings for my clients, channeled energy clearings, guided channeled meditations. And my intuition is now my greatest gift, my best friend and my greatest guide in life. And now I get to work with people like you, highly talented spiritual practitioners, brave souls, brave creatives and other coaches who also have an incredible connection to their spiritual self and intuition. Spirituality is at the heart of my life and my work, which I did not see coming. It's the nectar that brings sweetness and infuses everything I do. It's the pillar of strength and support that helps me handle life my journey and my challenges and it's the sweetness that infuses my daily life and small ordinary moments with pure love, joy and peace. And I wish this all for you. I wish you an incredible spiritual journey. Enjoy the wonderful, unexpected and magical path of your spiritual connection. So much love. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you have enjoyed following along with my journey. I hope it has provoked, inspired or ignited something inside of you. If you've enjoyed this episode, I would love you to screenshot it and share on Instagram stories and tag me at Polly underscore Alexander. That would mean so much to me. And I really love receiving your reviews. Thank you for all the recent reviews. I really appreciate the time and energy you put into sharing your feedback. You can go to Apple Podcasts, scroll to the bottom and you'll see the ratings and reviews. And I would love review from you that would mean a lot to me and please keep spreading the word about this amazing journey towards more abundance that we are all on miracles are possible see you again next week